Hey teachers, in this episode we're going to teach you how to negotiate for the win or have win-win conversations when you have to discipline or reprimand a student that has been misbehaving. Come on, let's get into it. Okay, here we go. How to negotiate for the win or have a win-win conversation with a student that has been misbehaving. Four tips. Before I get into it, don't forget to subscribe or follow on the channel that you are watching this video and make sure you give us a like or a comment if you're enjoying our content because we love to get your feedback. All right, the first tip is this. For a win-win conversation, you need to first take the time to understand their point of view. When you've got a student that has been misbehaving and maybe they've been sent to you or maybe they're in your class and you start the conversation, the natural tendency is for you to start from the position of you telling them what they did wrong. You know, as a teacher, you know, this is what you did wrong. This is why you're in trouble. This is why I'm upset with you. And we start from the position of wanting them to hear our point of view. Flip that for a moment and take the time to ask them to tell you what was going on in their head when they did it. Okay. Now, I'm not saying do that in a sarcastic way. Don't, don't say something like, you know, what were you thinking when you were doing that? No. Say, come on, tell me about what was going on for you when that happened. They usually know they're in trouble. They usually know the behavior that they were doing. You know, you might start with, um, tell me about why you think we need to have a conversation. If they've been misbehaving, they will usually identify, well, I was doing this or I said this to you. Okay, yes, now tell me about what was going on when you did that. Why did you do that? And get them to talk about their reasons. Now, whether you agree with their reasons or excuses or whether you think they're valid, it doesn't matter. What you're doing is you're helping them to see that you are interested in their position and if you show them that you're interested in their position, they are more likely to listen to you when it's time for you to talk to them about your viewpoint on the situation. When you give a child a chance to explain themselves, to unpack what was going on in their head, you will understand their motivation better. It might change your perspective of how they were behaving, but it will also help them to feel valued. It will help them to feel like you understand where they're coming from and then be more willing to cooperate with you. The second key is this. Once you've taken the time to understand their point of view, you need to ask them to hear your point of view. So you need to say, okay, I hear what you're saying. Can I tell you about what I felt or what I saw when you were doing this? And so get them to listen to what you said. Don't turn it into an accusing thing. So you did this, you did that, and, and telling them off. No, say, look, when you were doing that, it made me feel. When you said this, it made me feel. Or when you did this, it disrupted the class and it caused a lot of problems. And you get them to hear your point of view in a way that's non-confrontational, but helps them to understand. And then the third, third thing, and this is sort of tied to the previous, is you need to ask them to empathize or own their behavior. Do you understand why that behavior was inappropriate? Ask them to own it and say, yes, okay, I understand why my behavior was inappropriate. Yes, I understand I shouldn't have said that. Do you think it was okay to speak like that to your teacher? Do you think it was a good choice to push that desk over when somebody was sitting in it? You know, whatever the scenario might be, ask them to own the behavior because when they own the behavior, when they take responsibility for what they did, they're more likely to cooperate with you when there is a consequence or moving on from that. Then I would say, ask them for a solution. 
once they've owned the behavior, I would say, okay, so how do you think you might make this right? I've heard your point of view and you've heard my point of view. What do you think is going to fix this problem? Now that we know that we've got a problem, whether, whether it's uh, damaged a relationship with a peer, whether it's damaged a relationship with a teacher, how do you fix this problem? And ask them to engage in the process of identifying a solution. They might say something, I should say sorry, okay? Uh, do you need help to have that conversation? Or I need to go and have a conversation with this teacher. Okay, would you like me to help you have that conversation? So get them to give a solution and then support them in enacting that solution. But follow on from that, also ask them to think about a consequence. You know, I, I think it's really important that children understand that every action has consequence. And so when they're coming up with a solution, we also need to prompt them to think about the consequences. Well, what do you think a fair consequence for your behavior would be? Because we've already admitted and we've already accepted that it was inappropriate. And now we're trying to fix this, but you understand that your choices have consequences. And so what would be an appropriate consequence for you? You, would, you will find that most kids will give themselves a harder consequence than you will ever give them. And so, you know, especially this is true of boys. You might say, you know, what do you think an appropriate consequence will be? They'll say something dramatic like, I lose my lunch times for six weeks. Well, then you can dial that back and say, well, you know, maybe losing a few lunch times might be appropriate, but per perhaps not six weeks. I think if you lose lunch time tomorrow and today and tomorrow, that might be suitable. What happens is if they set the benchmark really high and you come in under it, they are more willing to accept the consequence without a fight. And uh, because they were the one that set the initial benchmark and you came in under, you will very rarely find a kid that gives themselves a really low consequence once they've admitted to and they've acknowledged their part in the problem and they've understood the damage that they have caused. And so when you get them to set the consequence, they will fight less about receiving the consequence that you want to give them. And the last tip is this, make sure you hold them accountable. No point uh, having a consequence if you don't follow through and make sure that it happens. So if you say, okay, you're losing your lunchtime this, this week, but you're not available to supervise that, maybe you've got yard duty or you know you're not going to be there, then you're going to have a problem because what you're going to say is this consequence doesn't mean anything and I'm not going to hold you accountable. So really important that you hold them accountable for any consequence that has been discussed. And what you'll find is if you follow... Uh, conversations like this, you will be able to negotiate for a win-win situation. Everybody feels like they come away uh, being heard. Everyone comes away feeling like they uh, got an opportunity to share their perspective. And the students that are involved will be more willing to comply with what you're requesting them because they don't feel like they're at loggerheads with you. They feel like they're working together on the problem with you. So those tips that I said, first of all, take time to hear their side of the story, whether you agree with it or not. Uh, then ask them to listen to your side of the story. Give them another perspective. Ask them to own their behavior. Ask them to, you know, accept that they did the wrong thing. Ask them for a solution to how they can fix the problem. If it's a broken relationship, what the, can they do to fix that problem? And ask them to weigh in on their consequence as well. How, how much consequence should they get? And finally, hold them accountable. Any consequence you give, make sure that it is followed through, right through the way that it was agreed upon, and you will find that you have less conflict when you're addressing poor or negative 
behavior. Thanks so much for watching. I hope you got a ton of value out of that episode. Don't forget to comment and let us know what you thought or if you have specific topics you'd like us to cover, let us know in the comments and make sure you share and like if you know that somebody else will enjoy the content that we're producing. Until next time, I'm Tarun Stevenson for Karma Classrooms. Oh, 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 oh,